Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Today on this last Sunday of Christmas and a couple days before Epiphany, we hear that familiar story of the wise men who have come from the East to pay homage or to worship, according to the NIV, this king. They have been on an arduous journey to Jerusalem. They've likely come from Persia or modern-day Iraq. And I don't want to discount their 500-plus-mile distance from which they've traveled. Having walked a mere 200 miles of the Camino de Santiago in the hot and arid climate in Spain, with all my accommodations and meals set up for me in advance, I can appreciate ever so slightly what this journey entailed. So when we freeze frame that hallmark picture of the Magi on the Christmas card coming to Bethlehem, we can be in danger of sliding this remarkable quest that brought them here. That East was from the the center, the study of astrology and astronomy. And in those days, the two fields of interest were not as divided as they are today. Today, we may be tempted to discount the work of astrology, calling it a bit hooey. But in those days, being wise and knowing the movement of the stars were considered one and the same. Nevertheless, it is these Gentile stargazers who have come to respect, pay respect to the newborn king. Now, King Herod, on the other hand, he's a member of God's people, and he would have known that Messiah was prophesied to come one day, but he seems to have no immediate knowledge of this new king. Enter a problem. The foreigners are asking the sitting king of the Jews about a baby who has been born king of the Jews. In doing so, political dynamite is created. When King Herod hears about it, he's frightened, and he gets all the rest of Jerusalem in an uproar as well. Now, there's nothing wrong with being frightened, It was what he did with that, this fear that became the problem. When Herod sees this child as a rival and an enemy instead of the savior of the world that he is, he responds to that fear in a devastating way of seeking to kill those babies and the story that we heard on Holy Innocence this week. The contrast between the stargazers and Herod is important. And Matthew makes it clear early in the gospel that this news of Jesus' birth is for all. By this contrast that we see how God will work through whatever possible means possible, especially when God's own people are frightened or hostile. So we shouldn't discount our pagan astrologers who sought the new king when God's people seemed to know so little. And it was through these same stargazers kneeling before this humble baby that honor and respect came to Jesus. It was through the expensive royal gifts that these astrologers 
brought to Jesus that first declared him king. Malcolm writes in his poem, Epiphany, they did not know his name, but they still sought him. They came from the other where, but still they found. In temples, they found those who sold and bought him. But in the filthy stable, hallowed ground. Matthew's story of the Magi is a witness to the surprising and powerful way God works in our world that the major players of the drama would be pagan astrologers, that the little child born and living in humble circumstances would be recognized as a king, and that no matter how cunning, evil Herod plotted, he would fail. All of this is God's work, and we are invited into the story. The story of the wise men does not simply declare the official end of Christmas. In the welcoming, the coming of the light, Epiphany, we celebrate the light of Jesus for all all the world, and we get to enter the story and take our role in it. It points us forward so that we can be a part of the impact that Jesus came to make on the world. Because from the beginning of the gospel, from the beginning of Jesus' earthly life, it reminds us that God involved all. The wise men are simply symbols of that. But we may need to look deeper to discover our own role in the story. Mihi King Court reminds us that epiphanies come in all shapes and sizes. Angels, stars, babies, water. They come in all sorts of moments, ordinary, simple, humble, or spectacular, unexpected, and bright. And they come to show us how we might be changed deeply. They come to show us sometimes another road when we're The one we're on is a dangerous road. And she invites us not to be afraid of being stopped when we're headed in the wrong direction. Rather to pause, take the moment when we see that light, when it goes off, take that other road with courage and with hope as God shapes a bright new reality for us, things we could never have dreamed or imagined. I didn't mention the gifts the Magi brought because most of us are familiar with that part. However, it's God manifest himself to us in new ways this season. We're also invited to bring our own special gifts. We may need help discovering what they are. That's one reason the church is here to help us do that. It may be what we have to bring, maybe gold and treasure, or it could be just a simple prayer to say, I'm in. I want to be a part. It might be a broken heart is all the gift you can bring, or eager hands, you just want to do something. It's okay. Bring it. Whether it's bread or the meal we share up on the altar, 
or whether it's a song left that we lift up in praise. The hope is that it may be genuine response is the gift of life of what Jesus has come into the God has come into the world as God's only son. I'll leave you with the words from another writer, Katie Cook. Let us go in peace now. We have brought our gifts to the manger. And for some of us, it was merely our broken selves. But now, like the shepherds, we must go back to our fields. Like the magi, we must go home another way. Let us go in peace now. May this holy child guide our steps into the new year and give us the courage to give birth to God's realm. Amen.